The Brute Strength Podcast. With Hobbs and Danks. Hello. So soon, there will be a new open for the podcast. Yeah, I saw that Ernie text. Yeah, oh. that's good. To, that's good to hear. I'm excited about that. That'll be How's fun. He gonna, he's gonna have to avoid. Right, he knows he can't use like movie clips and shit, right? Because isn't that why we got fucked last time? No, it's the music mostly. I don't think movie clips. Well, I don't think we're supposed to use movie clips either. So yeah, you're probably that's right. That's what I mean. Because he does. No, I told him about copyright infringements that we yeah. have. So I think he's mostly getting stuff from us. If he uses sound clips. Oh, for, from like, from the yeah. podcast yep. itself. Nice. Yep. And then he'll have a cop, oh. uh, some copyright free music. Oh, nice. Yeah. Which is actually a lot of. Probably right off SoundCloud. Be like, yo, check out my SoundCloud. That's true. Oh, and um, have you been able to find any more of the old ones? We can. Yeah, I do have some. I should get those up. Uh, dump on the podcast sites for folks to. Uh... To enjoy. Yeah. We got to get not going to make it back up. I think it might be up. Is it? Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I think it's, know. I think not going to make, not going to make it was from after the first dump that we had to do. I don't know. Dump. I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not I don't, sure. Yeah. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong, but yeah, that's, that's a great segment. It's awesome. I'm going to make it. That's a good pod. Thank you so much to our sponsors. Nosh Kitchen Bar in Portland on Oak and Congress. Great food. Awesome burgers. Uh, just really, really high-end sandwiches and, and burgers and fries. You'll love it. Catch the game there, too. Great craft beers. And a very happy Cardinals home as well. What's that? Nosh. It's the home of the Cardinals. Oh, that is true. I don't know if that's true or not. But. I don't. Well, I don't know if Matty wants us to tell people it's like a Cardinals bar. I, I don't think not saying that. It's definitely not. But <laughs> it'd be great if someone listened. They show but, up with all their Cardinals gear on Sunday. Well, if you went What's in there, on, man? rocking a bunch of Cardinals stuff, I bet you'd be probably treated get a free well. beer. I bet you'd be treated well. <laughs> Matty's there, absolutely, no question. He's always there. <laughs> it's true. That's true. But check it out. Uh, the menu can be online. Check out for hours as well as the hours have changed a little bit due to. Uh, the fact that no one wants to work. Hence why Maddie's always there. Right, yeah. <laughs> also, Mean Man Flavors. MainmanFlavors.com. MainmanFlavors.com. You can also get Main Man Flavors in Hannaford in Millinocket. Shout out to the cafe, Appalachian Trail Cafe. That was like my favorite place in the world. Sassiest waitress I've ever had. Where? Appalachian Trail Cafe in Millinocket. Oh, really? Yeah, just sass. Old, was she older or younger? I think she's the owner. Oh, okay. So Couldn't have been nicer, but like awesome. it was great. She seemed so mean when we first got there, and it was just all an act. It's awesome. <laughs> and my buddy Alex, is a he's, a he's a shit talker, so he had a lot of fun with her. It was fun. But, yep, yeah, anyways, that's it's not about them. It's about Main Man Flavors. You probably get it there, though. Uh, MainManFlavors.com, great hot sauces, great relishes, great blueberry teriyaki sauce. Find it. Select stores up and down the East Coast. That's not true. Up and down the main coasts. 
And again, Millinocket Hannaford plus online mainmanflavors.com. And yes, the season is over, but typically you can catch them at numerous fairs during fair season. Yes, you can. All right. So there we go. Hav? Yeah. Lots to get to today. Okay. What do we got? I want to get to. I cannot fucking deal with the world right now. So let's, we're going to stay away from the world. Let's do something else. I'm going to. I have to get to uh, the story that has been thrown at me. Numerous times since last week. Royal Caribbean is launching what it says is the world's longest cruise. It will last 274 days and prices start at $61,000. You can live on a cruise ship for two thirds of the year for 60 grand. They're paying you 60 grand? No, no, you're paying 60 grand. I like where you're going. The cruise would visit 65 countries. Yeah. And it's scheduled to take off from Miami December 10th, 2023. Fuck that. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> Is it like a regular cruise ship? Like where you have like a tiny room and shit? Yeah. Fuck, are you fucking kidding me? Who the fuck would do that? Yeah, I have no idea. I wouldn't go on a five-night cruise. Oh, by the way, $61,000 is for an interior stateroom. So that's not even with a window out to the sea. Yeah, right. 60, really? Mm-hmm. Fuck you. The first balcony how much, suite is 79 grand. How much shit is that fucking thing going to dump in the ocean over fucking two-thirds of a year? How like, many times is going to be the, a streak of shit behind that thing? Well, especially if the neurovirus gets on that bad boy. Circumnavigates the globe. Like, what are the chances the neurovirus hits in a 275-day fucking cruise, especially when you're going getting off in all these countries? Yep, be inter- yeah, that's, that's true, because if you're at sea for all that time, then it'd be an interesting sort of test in, in, in isolation, right? Oh, God. But, that's true. But once you hit land, you're bringing all those diseases back on the boat with you, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. There's this going to be... All it takes is one person on a cruise ship, too. You've read yeah, the like stories that shit happens. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. God. Food you poisoning? Be true. fucking idiot. Do you think they'll sell that thing out? Do you think people will buy that? Yeah, I think people are stupid enough for that. People are obsessed with that kind of shit. And, yeah, the, and you know how everyone wants to do the be the first to do it. The smell titanic to you? A little bit. I think it... Well, I think it's Titanic crossed with... Lord of the Flies. Thing runs aground on some fucking remote fucking look, island. Somewhere. Look at people now, Javi. People like can't handle airports anymore. Like, what's going to happen when you're tired of seeing the same fucking people on this cruise ship over and over again? And they keep cutting you off in that like the elevator line. That is true. You might like form beef with certain people, right? There or might like, like factions. Will form. That's what I mean. Are you gonna have like gangs by the end of this thing? You might like the seventh floor it's gang. Like fucking third floor. Watch out, <laughs> fuckers are tough as hell. Like the casino turns into just like the like some like dark black market casino that you see in movies plus like especially now with like the the supply chain like what if you don't have enough food oh man because you like you can't bring six months worth of food on it can you i mean they're pretty big fucking boats so maybe you can but six months worth of food for thousands of people is i think they could you think so i mean that's an enormous amount of food how many people are on this boat that's true that's a really good point well i'm trying to think it's a th- what thousand people got to be on this boat, right? Like an aircraft carrier has about like what three thousand people. I don't know, and I think they stock up for. I think they're they stock up for a while. So I don't. But, but I doubt they're fucking stocking up for six months. They're probably stock up for like a week or a month or t- at most, right? I think it. I, he, like the cruise ship, to, you mean? Yeah. No, the, I mean like aircraft carriers. Like I don't think they just roll in the seas. How long for can like, aircraft carrier? Well, I'm sure Ken and what they actually do are two very different numbers, though. 
That's true. Like I mentioned, aircraft carrier can be out at sea for six to, months to a year, maybe. But it can be out for a, realistically seven to twelve months. Yeah, but how often? I mean, I, I doubt they're out there. Yes, but that means food would have to be replaced. Oh, they'd have to bring food onto the boat. Yeah, yeah. yeah so the the yeah. So the bigger question is how long can it sustain itself on its like first, like how much space that because. I've watched those shows where they show like the the galley and the the fucking freezers are insane. They're absolutely insane, but you know things provisions do run out. Like it, it well, just especially when you have that many people. A thousand people eating three meals a day at least, and these fat fucks probably eating a lot more than that on a cruise ship. I mean, is it all you can eat buffet the whole time? I don't know. I mean, because if it is. Uh, I bet you they can store. I bet you that cruise ship can store like a month's worth of food. Eighty-three days is what. That's on an aircraft carrier. That's what some of these guys are saying. About a month and a half. Yeah, two months. Two months. Two months. All right. Yeah, two months and change. Two, almost three months. Oh, I'm an idiot. Yeah, I was thinking sixty days in a month. (laughs) Two and a half months. Yeah. All right. So there you go. But that's on a fucking aircraft carrier eating like army food. Right. Yeah. You're talking about a cruise ship. Dried shit. Right. Cruise ship is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. You got like hams and fucking. Right. Yeah. Have you ever been on a cruise ship? Uh, thankfully, no. <laughs> I went on one when I was like an eighth grade or something like that. And yeah, I mean, you had buffet places in the morning. And so I mean, then, yeah. you know, you had your burgers and I fries, picture, but also like barbecue places. I picture and lunch. the worst part of Vegas on a boat when yeah. I think of a cruise. Yeah. Like bu- you know, buffet meals. Buffets everywhere, man. Really loud. Yep. A lot of fat, obnoxious people. Yep. Like too much stimulus. Too many people. Yeah, that's you can't what get I, away. That's what I picture on a cruise. There's no loneliness on a cruise. That's what I picture on right. a cruise. Like, just obnoxiousness 24-7. Mm-hmm. And people are in your grill. Yeah, right, like the, yeah. People are fucking up your ass on a cruise ship. Right, and, like, the pool's probably jack-loaded full of Absolutely. people. Absolutely. Right, so yeah. it's probably horrendous. So I, I picture, I, mean, like, I had a good time, don't get me wrong, but right. I was also 12. But you were, yeah, and yeah. you were running around, like, without your parents and like, shit. I could like, you could have been, never imagine being on a cruise ship. You could have been in a Taliban encampment at 12, away from your parents. You would have found like, something to do. This is dope. Like, dude, you mind if I shoot this fucking gun? <laughs> this parents is- <laughs> would never let me do that. <laughs> this is awesome, right? So as an adult, though, holy fucking shit. And like I said, I mean, <laughs> holy fucking shit! That's all you have to say. I mean, I, it, it's a it'd be like the worst part of Vegas. It'd be like staying in like the worst hotel in Vegas and having to eat the buffet food every single day, and you know, you're like the comfort in just off the strip. Yeah, right. So you've got tons of loud, like you got the casino. It's loud, but you're mm-hmm. isolated. Yep. The pool sucks, but there's eight thousand people in it. Food's terrible. It's only buffet style. Yeah, I feel like it's been like like at the comfort in. In, in Vegas off the strip on a boat. Like a cruise is the comfort in on a boat just off the strip in Vegas. Yeah. Feeling Sorry, better? I'm sneezing my ass off right. right now. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I think so, that's a good way to put it. I'm trying to remember. Sounds fucking horrendous. Yeah, again, it's they're like the nightclubs, right? You go. Yeah, even and- worse. Imagine going to nightclub on like, a fucking cruise too. There's like, like lounges. And- you bang some chick. Like you do that in like in like the real world. You know, there's a good chance you're never gonna have to deal with that person again. You do that on a cruise ship. Like there she is the next morning at the buffet line. Like fuck. Yeah. There's no again. There's no getting yeah. away. Yeah. There's no so, getting away. It's not even like hooking. Up. You can't do anything. Mm-mm. Or you're in like a rela- like you like let's say you get laid like first month first fucking week on a cruise ship on that fucking cruise. Are you stuck with like a cruise girlfriend for the rest of the fucking trip? Like, you going to the pool today? I'm like, fuck, no. I'm going to pull on the third floor. You're going to pull on the fifth floor. She finds you. What are you doing up here? I assume it's like going to boarding school. 
Yeah, but you're young and boring. Like, you're young in high school. High school's different. That's true. The, plus, most boarding schools, because I went to one for a year, most boarding schools, they make a huge effort to keep the girls and boys separated. <laughs> so you got to be like a sex ninja to get laid. Gotcha. Like boarding school. Gotcha. Especially, like, I was a freshman. Especially as a freshman, I got you locked down. Mm-hmm. You know, like, lights out. It's like 11, and they're checking. Ooh. Like, on the weekends. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. That sounds fucking horrible. Now, if you go to, like, Northfield Mount Hermon or something, they just they, it's just an orgy, and it always has been, even mm-hmm. since when I was a kid, uh, going to these types of places. But um, a lot of them, like, I went to the Kent school for one year, uh, and it was, like, we, we had to go to church on Wednesdays and Sundays. You had to wear a fucking jacket and tie. Mm-hmm. And the girls were up the hill on a different campus, and we were down the bottom of the hill at a different campus. And it was a big deal to take the bus up to the girls' campus. <laughs> and, and once in a while, you'd sneak out and walk up there, and like they'd meet you halfway, and the whole time you're getting kicked out of school. Like it was high stakes. Mm-hmm. You know, it wasn't like the consequences weren't small if you got caught. I gotcha. You know? I gotcha. So, yeah, it was bad having to chew. Like, it, like once you put people in that situation, like kids, then like the smallest things become like cocaine. <laughs> like having to chew was like, dude, we're gonna go have a chew. Fucking looking around, like we're gonna go have a chew. Fucking smoke a joint. Holy shit. <laughs> Just fucking joint, man. Public school is so easy. And then you had the rich, and then you had the super rich kids. And at that time, at that school, it happened to be a bunch of like Korean exchange students, yeah. and they just had crazy fucking money, right? Like created all the shit, and like, and uh, and they they would always have like coke and shit, right? And they never got in trouble. <laughs> well. I wonder why. Like the huh? really rich kids did whatever the fuck they wanted. Oh, you mean it's like real life. Right. The rest <laughs> of us were like, fuck. I'm going to chew. Don't fucking tell anybody. I used to have West Virginia baseball players ask me on the bus for chew because if they were ever caught with it, that could be their scholarship. No shit, really? Yeah, that's how like, serious college took. I, NCAA took I chew. used to have a chew on the bench when we were playing. Like, yeah, things, like if I wasn't playing that things night, change, man. Even because I'm not yeah. that much older than you, but no. When I mean, it was illegal. And we weren't supposed to do it, but like when when I was playing at Maine, if I wasn't playing that night, I'd have a fucking chew in. Well, and honestly, yeah. if these guys got caught, they would probably just be like, "Hey, man, just yeah. keep, like don't do it again." But they, yeah, they they would well, never remember, they would never carry it, but they would always have it. I remember not even knowing it was illegal. And one day, I'm sitting there having a chew in the fucking locker room, and. uh and and Walshu was suspended at the time, <laughs> and Crow, who loved me for whatever reason, uh, came in. Uh, Greg Cronin and uh, I just didn't have a chew. And we we're just like shooting the shoes, like, nah, what the fuck you doing? <laughs> like, what do you mean, coach? Like eight, nineteen, twenty, no clue. Like, what do you mean, coach? What? It's like, fucking chewing. Like, yeah. So it's like it's fucking illegal, dumbass. Like you could you get kicked off the team for that. All right, I can spit it out. <laughs> He's like, right, yeah, he didn't give a fuck. I mean, he was just like, don't be, you know, just looking out for you. Yeah, like, what the fuck you That's doing? Funny. Like, all right. He also one day, so we had a team meeting for practice, and somehow I it escaped me. I didn't realize we we're having it. So I walk in. Everyone's in the fucking. I'm like, oh fuck. I walk in. Everyone's already in the locker room, sitting in the stalls. Like crows up, you know, at the front, fucking doing his thing. I kind of sneak by him and go sit in my stall. He's fucking talking to him, and then as soon as he's done with this point, he looks right at me. He's like, ha, the fuck? You smell like uh what do you say? What's the word he used? He said, you smell like an opium den. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> an opium den. 
Like, sorry, coach. <laughs> you saying that you guys weren't drug tested very often? Never. Uh, only when we went to the NCAA tournament. Of course. Yeah. Because why else would a school do that? Yeah, well, she knew everyone smoked weed. Yeah. He knew. He knew that fucking 92 team everybody smoked weed. He didn't care. Just win. Right. Just win, baby. He knew it didn't matter. No. What the hell were we talking about? I don't remember. Oh, that cruise ship. The cruise ship. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, can you bring weed on that cruise? At least from Miami, so technically no. Probably not, right? Yeah, yeah you bring your fucking vape pens and shit. Sure. Yeah. You sneak it on, but you have 274 days. Are you going to have people send you shit? Like, how do you get mail, dude? Does it does it come to the boat? So, like, if you're, if you're vape, like, you're going to bring vape pens. Like, if you... Yeah, because flour, that'd be a lot of weed to bring. You'd have to bring, like... So that's, what, nine months? Yeah. You'd have to bring, like, nine, ten ounces of weed if you're a serious stoner. Probably about an ounce a month. Mm-hmm. And that'd be kind of being careful. So yeah, you could probably, like, where are you going? You could probably, eat, you know, you hit some of the islands. You might be able to stock yeah, back up. risk of fucking going to prison forever in the sure. Dominican Republic. <laughs> it's the risk you take, huh? You'd be surprised, like, a Dominican weed is illegal as fuck. That might still be better than living on that cruise ship for a year. It might be actually, yeah. yeah. Dominican jail might be better than like, cruise ship. You, hanging like, you know out, what? Hanging out with the guy. You could. You I'm can... gonna go fucking buy some weed. I got caught. Big deal. I'm <laughs> right. fucking tired of this cruise ship. <laughs> this cruise ship sucks. <laughs> you could maybe find out what happened to David Ortiz inside. That's true. Get the real story. Probably could come out and you know write a book. I speak Spanish and have at least like a fighting chance. You know? <laughs> Why not? But like, how much of a sick fuck do you have to be to get the interior? Um, cabin for a year for like 60 for, grand but just to live in an interior cabin but you're also paying 60 grand for it like i know you have insane. to add that into yeah, it I that's mean, true who, who's that person right it costs 60 like, who has 60 grand to spend like that that would tolerate living in right. a fucking shoebox that's a good point because it 60 grand is not cheap at all the 60 grand is a shitload of money 60 grand is what it costs to go uh trek everest basically like 60 you're right maybe why like, the fuck would that be your your level if you, you're spending 60 grand that maybe, should be like two grand maybe you're like super woke and you want to like recreate like how horrible it was coming over here as like an indigenous person or something back like 300 years ago oh that's ew. lock yourself in a tiny little room and get room service <laughs> not and, see daylight for right have three a years have a bathroom for, for two-thirds of a year right, right. except still for have the, a nice bathroom the bathroom right. and food <laughs> the pool and water <laughs> No, like you stay in the room to oh, complete never the leave. woke experience, but you do get room service. You're a, yeah, and exactly. no one ever whips or hits you. Right, you just get food whenever you right. want. And no actually. one randomly comes out and rapes you. <laughs> right. it does sound horrible though for sixty grand? My God, I just can't even imagine. Why the fuck? I I, I know who is the person that has sixty grand to spend on that and would? Like, if you had sixty grand to spend on that, you would expect like you'd be. Wanting like luxurious want accommodation. You'd, you'd want a, at right? least a balcony at the very least. A window. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> fuck. Jesus Christ, right? Interior sounds just so oh, horrible. It's brutal. Too. Oh, God. And is it one of the mega ships, like the yeah. Carnival Cruise Line? I think type? so. Yeah, it's Royal Caribbean. Those are big ass <sighs> boats. Yeah, they got like jet fucking engines on them. Bay, uh, bookings opened on Wednesday for Royal Caribbean's loyalty program. Royal Caribbean's loyalty program members at the diamond level and above, and will open on October 27th, which was yesterday for all, or I guess it was Wednesday, uh, for all the other passengers. The company said so. It's open right now. All right, and who the fuck is a diamond to- level member on a cruise ship line? Oh, someone who probably goes every year. Someone who loves it. Yeah. Who the fuck is that person? 
I, I don't know. Who people that people that clearly you? think people like us are crazy. <laughs> but I mean, can you right? Like, there's someone who's going to be listening to this hobby and be like, "These guys are such idiots." <laughs> can you be rich enough to get a fucking suite that has its own pool or something? Is, is that available? Like, can you separate yourself from the masses? Or even if you get the most expensive room, you're staying in line at the fucking Joey's Buffet. The, ult- all, the ultimate world cruise from 2023 to 2024. I'm clicking on the link now. Like, are you, if you're super rich, can mm-hmm. you avoid the ball hair cafe? Well, you could always just eat in your room, yeah. Oh, I guess you get room service, yeah. right? You don't have to eat at the fucking... <laughs> no, I don't think so. Ball hair buffet? Ball hair buffet. You get to see 11 World Wonders. Call to reserve. Oh, they don't have much. Man, I hate when they do that shit. Which 11 World Wonders do you get to see? Uh, we're going to see the Great Wall of China. Yeah. Petra. Yeah, that's that's cool. cool. That's yeah. like the Last Crusade. Yeah, that's cool. Um, Iguazu, maybe, yeah. falls in uh, Buenos Aires. Oh, they're probably like the super fucking tall jungle falls you see. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably dope. Uh, Chichen Itza. That's cool. Cozumel. Christ the Redeemer. And a bunch of other ones that they don't show. So, yeah, it's kind of (laughs) cool. I mean, listen, you're going to see some shit, I guess. But still, you got to live and go to Ball Cafe. Yeah. Which is now the name of this episode. Ball Hair Buffet. (laughs) Well, guess not. That's a little gross. (laughs) Ball Hair Buffet. (laughs) The BHB, baby. (laughs) It's just like Airbnb. R. Airbnb. Actually, be CBHB, I guess. Well, our uh, our waiter was a cool guy because you had the same waiter at your table every night. And there's another thing, Hav, for people like to me, I don't care. I'm a very, uh, whatchamacallit, uh, what the hell is it called? X, um, not inner, but I'm extrovert. Extrovert. I'm a very, I'm a big extrovert. I don't mind talking to strangers, meeting new people. But if you go on a cruise, not only are you like sharing the ball hair buffet, but you're typically at a table with strangers. Oh, yeah. So like when we were on our cruise, we were with the same family every night for for meals. Like that's your table. Really? Like you're assigned that table for oh, the week. So for breakfast, lunch, dinner. Uh, at at like the main restaurant, right? Because there's all the other smaller restaurants you can go to or whatever. But like, yeah, at that main restaurant, it was, I, was, I think it was like a family from Long Island or something like that. But yeah, you're with them and you have weird, awkward conversations with those people. Yeah. Yeah, none of this appeals to me. Yeah. Yeah, like you have to be able to like be in. And again, that's why it's probably open to all the fucking diamond members and shit like that. Well, yeah. I mean, but that's first, right? Then once the diamond. Yeah, I mean, it's open now. Call to reserve. It was straight unlimited budget. Oh, here we go. Cindy, like interior state. (laughs) That would be awesome. Make him stay in the interior stateroom and have like report every day. Yep. Interior stateroom, sixty-one grand. Ocean view stateroom, sixty-five grand. They might as well pony up the four grand yeah. for the portal, right? Balcony stateroom, seventy nine grand. Junior suite, one hundred and twelve grand. <laughs> what the fuck? Other suite categories call for availability and pricing. So, like the fucking Scarface suite or the like Saudi billionaire suite, yes, available at like probably half a million dollars or something. 
112 grand for a junior suite? Nothing with the word junior in front of it should be worth 112 grand. <laughs> it's fucking fascinating. Like, why even call it a junior suite? Call it something else, like economy suite, or I don't know, fucking efficiency suite. I don't know. Anything but junior. Oh, by the way, guess what? Or just call it a suite. It's non-refundable. Of course it is. <laughs> just call it a suite. Like, why would you call it junior suite? I don't know. Because like, here, they, pay 112 grand because for they want Because they want you to think you're a pussy if you're getting that one opposed to their you're other right, suites. That's right. exactly what it is. Like, oh, you're only going to get the junior suite, honey? I thought I married a real man. Right. It's fucking junior suite bullshit. Right. You're going to look like an asshole to get the junior suite. It's like, yeah, we, uh, we got junior suite. That is fucking incredible. I, I can't believe anyone would go on this thing. And again, the, the slick of shit. That's gonna follow this boat around the world is gonna be disgusting. Remember we saw those cruises, yeah. they dumped their shit everywhere. Yeah, no, I know. How sure. much shit's gonna they just gonna have to leave the fucking thing open. Okay, so I think it's on the serenade of the sea, Hav. The boat. That's the name of the boat? Yeah. We've got we've got ball hair buffets all over the place. We've got a ooh, like it's the lounge pool has like a sky dome ceiling that opens and closes so like bad weather you can still like rock the pool so when you're in some horrible storm in the middle of the sea you can still go in the pool right like with the ocean <laughs> going over the boat sounds tremendous uh there's a lot of eating i bet you take something to sink one of those motherfuckers oh, those things are huge we got some mini golf oh those things don't move like i They're i re- huge. i felt I felt zero from the from the ocean from the ocean it's when like I was on that building. Thing. Now again, we were in the Caribbean, and that's Pretty, when the yeah. weather's nice down there. It's flat as fuck. Yeah. So it was. It's I not mean, like we had bad weather or anything like that. But uh, I, I've taken the ferry from not not the cat, but the old ferry that used to be here. It used to be called the Scotia Prince. I don't know if you remember that. I took that once from from Nova Scotia back to Maine. You could feel that. That moved around a little bit, but still that boat was pretty big and you don't feel like it's and that boat's a toy compared to this Right, there's nothing. Yeah, you're talking of like maybe an eighth of the size. Yeah. So maybe. No, you're not gonna feel much. We got mini golf. Nice. There's a spa. Like is the spa available? Like, do you have to pay every time you go to the spa? Will Probably. that be included? No, that's included. It's what a fucking waste this is. Yeah. And only people who are essentially retired can go. That's the other thing. You can't play golf for fucking nine months. That's true. That's a good point. What a dumb fucking idea. I wonder if they'll sell this thing out. I bet you they do, man. You've got to have a document. I bet you they do. Think about all the people who have been fucking locked up for years. To like, let's say you to re- go lock themselves up on a boat. Let's say you re- <laughs> let's say you retired in 2019 and like you're ready to like see the world. And fucking COVID kept you inside for two years. You're probably be like, yeah, we can go to like 75 different countries in this bitch. I guess. And we love cruises. And that's so yeah. you have to love cruises. Like uh, if you don't love, love cruises, cruise, yeah. there's no fucking way you're doing. But this. like even though, like if you were locked up for the last two years, you're probably not getting on a boat. Like those people that decide to lock because most I actually think a huge overwhelming majority of the population has not locked themselves in I for agree. the last two years, yeah. right? So But you like it's not like a lot of people have gone to Europe, you're not doing a lot of trips because those countries those countries have been yeah. closed. That's what yeah. I mean. I don't necessarily mean lock yourself in your I just meant like you, you're, mean, you haven't been able to travel. Right, you're just landlocked yeah. in America for the most part. Yeah. So But again, you have to you have to fucking love cruises. Yeah. Well, could or, you imagine? Or never have been on. Well, one I was going to say, how many people are just like their first time on a whim were going for it? Oh, good luck to you, man. <laughs> That's fucking absurd. I, I honestly, I don't think I'd rather do anything less. 
No, there's not much worse than I this. I mean, honestly, I think, I mean, other than like going to prison, I'd rather not go to prison. What are the things I'd like to do less than go on this cruise? Go to prison, that'd be one. Um, I don't even know. Go to war, probably. Probably wouldn't want to go to war. I'd probably choose this. Although, well, the, are you saying I mean, like war, frontline war? Well, yeah, I mean, you know, one tour a year in like, you know, I want to diminish anything anyone does, right? So No, I understand that. Like doing a tour of duty like on hostile territory, I think is probably worse. So on hostile territory, okay. Yeah, yeah, not just like, you know, like, right. What, all right, boot camp, I guess maybe boot camp's a better example. I'd uh, much rather do boot camp. You'd rather do boot camp? <laughs> I think that Dude, was, it's two weeks. Is it only two weeks? <laughs> All right, it's like three weeks, right, of like the hard stuff? It feels like a month. Either way, it's still not yeah, a year of being a on a fucking boat. Right, it's a month. It's one month. Right. You yeah. know what kind of shape you're in after that? You'll be a great golfer, right. too. Like, you'll be like, I'd, rather go to, I'd rather go to boot camp yeah. than, than go on this, yes. this cruise. Yeah. What else? I mean, hmm. what else could there be? I mean, I don't know if there's anything. Like, those are the only two things I can think that might be worse. Yeah, because everything else, I'm just trying to like create a scenario that doesn't make sense. Right. That like, that just is is not even a thing. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's true. That's not. There's not much worse. I mean, maybe. Well, all right. Live in a big city for nine months or the boat. Big city. I think I'd still take the city. I think I would. As much as I fucking hate it, I think I'd I'd take it. Because you can like do shit. Right. Right. Like, so you can't leave city. Like, let's say you can't leave the city limits, sure. right? Like, yep. or, or or like in New York's case, like you can't leave the borough, right? So you're in Manhattan. You mm-hmm. have to stay on the island. As much as that would suck some humongous dick, I think I would still rather do that. Serious Wang here. <laughs> I, I think I'd still rather do that because I've done it before and I used to like it. So I think I'd find a way to like you know, somewhat enjoy it at times, yeah. but. You know, go some Ranger games and shit, but I mean, fuck. It's a close, I mean, it's close. Because I can't play golf in Manhattan either, right? No. I mean, go. Yeah, wait. There's a course in. I think there's some nine holes, right? I don't think in Manhattan proper. Maybe up in Harlem, there could be. There's a, you know, there are legit courses, and like, there's a legit course, I think, in Brooklyn. Uh, And there might be one in Queens or something, but I I don't know if there's any. If there's one in Manhattan, it'd be up in Harlem or the Bronx or something, I'd guess. Yeah, no. It's, what's the golf course at Chelsea Piers? Is oh, that's uh, it's like, like a top in, golf. It's an indoor yeah. place. Yeah, I used to drive by. It's on the West Side Highway. I used to drive by that thing all the time. At least you had that. Yeah. Yeah. Good strip clubs. I mean, there's there's some things that would be better. <laughs> this crew should have a strip club. That'd Dude, be awesome. just being able to walk. Yeah, it's true. You think there should be a strip club on the cruise? Yeah, if it's for that long, that'd have, be great, yes. right? Uh, eventually, there will be a strip club on that cruise. Um, I there will I'm be. telling you, there has yeah. to be. Yeah. There's going to be some sort of debauchery that happens on that cruise. Like, yeah. you'll, there will be stories at the end of this thing. Well, it's like though, what people wanted with the Gronk cruise that they never got. Like, think, this will be like a year long Gronk. Do you think there'll be someone on that boat making a documentary about it? Oh, of course. I would think, yeah, there'll be right? plenty of people vlogging or yeah. something like that. And actually, you know what? Maybe like half the. Maybe half the spots are just like free spots for these like influencers to go on this cruise ship. Oh, that'd be kind of funny. Watch, yeah, watch them all just be horrible. Yeah, just imagine going on that cruise and you realize like you find out like half the half the fucking people there are like Instagram assholes. <laughs> Fuck, it's even worse. Again, that's why you can't go on this thing because no. you have no idea who you might be there with. Yeah, it's either gonna be Walmart or Instagram. Right. Yeah, just awful, man, and a lot of blue hairs. 
Oh yeah, probably a lot get, of old people. Yeah, I mean, it's retirees. Yeah. Like yeah, who, else who else can else do that? Is, who else is nine months? That's what I mean, man. Around, and and you know? old people love cruises because oh. everything is included. That's true, and you don't have to go anywhere. Right, you can have dinner at four, and you can just leave your room and go somewhere. You don't have to drive. Right, yeah, it's oh. great. And you know what happens with old people? Factions. That's true. They'll fucking hate each other. Factions definitely happen. Yeah. You go down to that fucking what's that place down in Florida? The fucking Mahjong, Mahjong Wars will be. <laughs> Like, what's that? I can never remember the name of the place in Florida. It's like the ledges or the oh yeah yeah the, whatever the, it's the giant community yeah yeah like they had like I guess during the election there were like huge fights between um, oh sure uh, Biden and Trump supporters in that place. It's like you y'all don't have that much time. Why are you worried about this shit? Right. Yeah. Just enjoy yourself. Go play golf. Right. Well, there are like seventy five golf courses there. That's what I mean. Go play golf. Go fucking play tennis. Mm-hmm. Anything but argue about politics. That's true. So. Yeah, interesting stuff there. But there you go. You can go on a near year-long cruise for the low price of $61,000 if you don't want a window. And you're totally right. My God, I would pay anything to be able to have Eli do that and give him, uh, yeah. like, no resources. Like, imagine if we worked in some, like, giant station and had tons of money. Yep. Just send Eli on that fucking cruise. Give him, like, five. Like, dude, we'll give you hundred grand to go on the cruise for a year. We'll pay for the room. Yep. And you get you know, hundred grand to go. And you got to document the whole thing be awesome it would be awesome it would be incredible the mahjong wars mm-hmm. I think that's what i call my book call mahjong the, wars. the mahjong wars good movie or the canasta wars oh people love playing mahjong and canasta that would be fun actually to make this into like a fucking disaster movie <laughs> that year-long cruise ship that goes bad <laughs> well yeah just like you're talking about like there's the, the factions right yeah Got like old people like fucking bats and shit beating the shit out of each other. Be great if this if there was a mutiny on that boat too. Like some faction takes the boat and they just start sailing off to like nowhere. They go crazy. You no know, idea what they're doing. <laughs> like, fucking, on the fucking thing of ground. You're fucking amazing. I like I. I fully expect something bad to happen on this cruise ship. I do too. Maybe mm-hmm. it's like under siege three. Yeah. Like you know, fucking cigars out there all fat and old. <laughs> Try. <laughs> Pretending he can still do it with his walker. Fucking need to get out of here. Jesus Christ! The fucking third floor, the third floorites are fucking mm-hmm. a problem. That's right. Luckily, us on the fifth floor know the dark science of karate. Do <laughs> <laughs> you imagine you realize that like Steven Seagal's on your floor in a cruise ship? He'd be like, "Oh man, yeah, I feel safe." That'd be weird, though, right? <laughs> You'd be like, "Where? What the fuck? Where am I?" And why is he so fat? Why is he so fat? Jesus. So fat. Oh, yeah. Uh, any uh, any shows you want to tell us about this week? There's a lot. Um, the Raincoat Killer. Did we talk about that last week? I no, can't remember. I don't think so. I talked mm-hmm. about it off the air. Oh, okay. Uh, Korean serial killer in Seoul. I actually, really I s- fucking weird. I'm going to start watching that on Netflix. This guy yeah. like violently kills people. I've only watched the first couple episodes, mm-hmm. but he, like, gruesomely beats the shit out of people, like, caves their heads in and stuff. Is it recent? I think it's, like, I'm guessing turn of the century. Oh, around 2000? Yeah. Okay. That's what I'm guessing. Yep. It's hard to tell. Might be after. One thing that's that's interesting is, about it. Is it an American documentary or is it a Korean documentary? It's in Korean oh, cool. with subtitles. Yeah. Um, one of the things that's cool about it, and it's some insight you got from watching Squid Game, which I remember talking about on this on this podcast about Squid Game, that it seems like, and I didn't know this, but South Korea at some point last 20, 30 years, and this is well after industrialization and modernization, they were pretty fucking backwards till the, the 80s. 
that was a big that was the main manufacturing center of the world before China was mm-hmm. Korea. And then all the cheap labor went to China as Korea modernized. But somewhere in the last 20 years, and it's hard for me <laughs> to tell from these two shows, but there was some a serious economic depression there. Uh, and that is talked about at length in this documentary. And if you watch Squid Game, if you noticed, not just the people that were in the game that were in debt, that's you know an obvious sub, a, a plot line to the, to the story. But if you noticed, when they showed Korea outside of the Squid Game, when they're showing people in normal society in Korea, everyone was broke. Everyone talked about how hard things were economically. So I think that that was a central theme in Korean culture for, for quite a long time, and it made a huge impact on Koreans. I do remember, like, in when I was in college in the 90s, a lot of the Pacific Asian uh, economies went under almost. Like, Japan almost went. Like, people forget this, but the, the country Japan had a massive economic meltdown. Was The country was on the brink of ruin financially. Uh, and it was funny because it was – not funny, but it was interesting because that was just after we had gotten our asses kicked by Japan and, like, the car making and, and TVs mm-hmm. and all the electronic appliances – for like 30 years, and then all of a sudden it looked like a lot of these Asian economies were going to collapse and fail. And that clearly happened also in South Korea. So the economic hardship and, and all of that that, that, was, you know, that, came, that comes with that, and the depression and all that, uh, was interesting. And you see it in Squid Game, and, and you see it in this documentary, and uh, with like the modernization of society, with the economic pressure, with all the kind of shit we deal with in America, we have for a long time, came like, a new kind of society, and they never really had a serial killer before. And, like, even their police work, like, their police work was still very tribal and very, like, parochial. So, like, even within the city of Seoul, different districts or different police uh, districts didn't really share information. So, like, it took a while to even catch on this dude was a serial killer because he killed people in a few different districts. Uh, and Gangnam, by the way, is one of the districts. Remember that song Gangnam Style? Of course. I always wonder what the fuck that was. So it's the district of Seoul? It's a, it's a part of Seoul. Yeah, it's mm. a part of the city of Seoul. Uh, and so these different, uh, you know, areas of the city had their own police departments and they didn't really talk. Mm-hmm. Like, Real imagine nice. that. And this was in, like, this is within the last 20 years or so. I mean, they barely had, like, DNA stuff. And, and so I'm trying to figure out when exactly this was uh and they probably mentioned i missed it <laughs> i was gonna say is it right at the beginning well it's in korean so and there yeah. are subtitles but you know you miss shit right so um but it, it's it's relatively modern it's relative yeah, you're probably looking it up on google right now so. <laughs> yeah yes <laughs> it's it's relatively recent and uh what's it called again the raincoat killer the raincoat killer and it's and uh, again they hadn't really had these kind of violent crime issues at least as far as like serial killers went and shit so it's really fucking good. And this guy, I, I don't know. Yeah, who, pretty close to so 304. Okay, yeah. yeah. Um, it, 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 this person, uh, I mean, he killed these people fucking super violently. I mean, basically like caving in their heads with some kind of blunt object. And, you know, it took them a while. Wow. They finally found like wounds that are the same on, you know, yeah. they finally figured out that the wounds were the same on these different murder victims and similar style murders. And he would like kill grand, like he'd kill whole families, like the grandmother, the mother, and uh, super fucking brutal. Super brutal, and uh, yeah, it's it's really good. It's like again, I love watching these shows because I love seeing. Holy like, shit, he killed a lot of people. Yeah, I love seeing like the um, the differences in culture. Sure, you know, and also the similarities, right? Like as different as Korea is from the United States, there are also some things that are remarkably similar. Uh, and then you know there there are threads throughout humanity that are universal, right? No matter where you're from. So that's why I love all these shows, and whether they're about serial killers or Fauda or whatever, right? Sure. Uh, so. I, it's a really kind of cool 
view into a culture you don't know anything about. I mean, who, who? I mean, most of us don't know shit about Korea. We saw the Olympics, we thought it looked dope. Like, wow, Seoul looks awesome. But, <laughs> but it's nothing like you know. And it's and I think you know the Olympics serve that purpose, right? Like mm-hmm. you you highlight the best of your country, right? So you portray this image to the world. Like, look how dope South Korea is. And we all came away from the Olympics, but man, South Korea is dope. And it might be right now. Who knows? But if you watch this documentary, you quickly realize that their culture is just as fucked up as ours is. <laughs> but even during that time, that even during the Seoul Olympics, there were the articles about all the people who were protesting yep. and, and yeah. you know, didn't want the Olympics here and the money is not going in the right places. And it's and yeah, sure. I think you get a little bit of that. But and there's a huge stratified I th- Korean Korean uh, society has been very stratified for a long time, too. Mm-hmm. I think it's changed now, but. The same family's been sending their kids to the same. There's one, like, super famous prep school in Seoul that, like, all the fucking rich people sent their kids to for a thousand years, and they're the only ones that get to go. Right. Yep. You know, it's interesting. It's, it's. I mean, clearly Western culture has been a, ma- played a major role, but look at Korean culture now in America. I mean, K-pop is huge. Cre- like The Korean food scene, Korean barbecue, is, like, one of the more trendier, you know, Asian foods right now that you're going to find. It has time, been yeah. for a while, yeah. Uh, you look at the Korean film that's come out. You had the film that I can't remember the name of it, the one the Oscar a couple years ago. That's I, actually I haven't even watched. I need to watch that movie. I keep forgetting to. Parasite, I think it's called. Which is supposed oh, yeah, to be really good. Either, yeah. yeah. Um, and you know, obviously, the Squid Game is the biggest thing in the world right now. Train to Busan was a really big hit. Um, the uh, the movie where the train never stops. Oh, uh, Snowpiercer is another that. one. It was another Korean. That's movie. a Korean movie. Yeah, it's a, that's a Korean that. story. Yeah, it's a horrible movie. Oh, I loved it. <laughs> That's so dumb. Ed Harris, baby. Yeah, so it's interesting to see kind of both culture. I think we are. I think we're fascinated with Korean culture right now quite a bit. And I think that's why the. Yeah. I think that's why the Olympics was such a hit. I mean, that was a really big hit of Olympics a couple of years ago. Yeah, it's funny though because to your point though, it's so Western that I mean, there's like a dash of Eastern in there, but mm-hmm. it's it mostly seems, you know, like like a cat. You've got that like that sort of Asian influence. And they're called like they're talking like K-pop and shit, or like mm-hmm. Japanese culture, right? Which sure. is like, like I've been. You go to Tokyo, it's like you thought Americans were over the top, and then you go to Tokyo, right? <laughs> like you think New York's big and over the yeah. top, and then you go to Tokyo, like holy fuck, it's like <laughs> it's like New York on fucking like copious amounts of speed, right? So, uh, and you definitely get a hint of that in Korean culture too, mm-hmm. but it's very, I mean, it's much more Western than it seems to be Eastern, at least from what you know I've seen, which isn't a whole lot. Well, that's and the thing. Like, how much have we seen? And and, and even and to also, the- it's soul culture too. Versus like, I bet, I bet you the culture in rural South Korea is a fuckload different than it is in Seoul. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. We only see Seoul. We only see Seoul. Like I was gonna say, my only exposure to it is the Olympics and watching like cooking shows where they travel to Seoul and right. And it seems it's a very Western place. Yeah, I mean, it's very Western. It's very laid back. It's very, you know, like, hey, you know, it just feels kind of like whatever. And and, you, and then you watch one of their TV shows. and Right. Yeah. You're like, holy fuck. Like, no, it's not. <laughs> so, yeah, it's a it, it's interesting. I think we're learning more and more about it, though, as as we go on. Meanwhile, it's northern neighbor. We know fucking dick about. It's funny, too. And, and I don't know this. So, you know, maybe I'm wrong about this, but it seems to me because if you if you look at like Japanese culture and Chinese culture and, and Korean culture, over, like the last few hundred years, uh, they're very like like there's a lot of honor and tradition and they're very conservative cultures. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, the Japanese had feudalism till World War Two. Right. Until the end of World War Two. So or the first like 
40 years of this century sure. right, until the emperor came. So, um, like, very sort of conservative, repressed cultures in a lot of ways. So it, it's funny because now that they haven't been over the last... I mean, Japan really didn't really modernize until the 60s and 70s and shit. Like, after the rebuild of World War II. I mean, don't forget what they went through. They were living in a caste system with feudal lords and an emperor and, you know, very sort of rudimentary and a lot of ways backward society. Then they go through World War II. No, they were, they were, they did not want American culture. No, and then they get, they get nuked twice, yep. right? So you go, you go through World War II, you lose like 80% of your male population. Yep. You get two of your cities wiped off the map with, with atomic weapons, right? So where they came, they basically had to start over from scratch. And if you look at all the, and China's starting to become this way too, and I've been to China a bunch of times. The hyperness of the freedom that they do experience, like, it's like an overdrive, right? So, like, K-pop or even, like, you've seen Japanese TV shows that are fucking insane. Awesome. They're like, right, they're, like, insane, they're right? fucking wild. So, it's like they, they grabbed so fiercely to the new freedom that, like, a lot of that part of their culture seems hyper, right? Like, and I think that's always the impression I get as the hyperness of, like, like Squid Game's very hyper show. Everything's hyper. The way they talk to each other is hyper. The dialect, like the way they express themselves is hyper. These games are clearly a hyper expression of a dystopian future, right? So there is like this sort of like like hyperness or, or, or frenzy towards that kind of freedom and that kind of expression. And, and so you kind of see it manifest itself, right? Where, where like, like you mentioned, like K-pop is very hyper type of music, right? It's so in your face. It's so... And it's interesting to see the dichotomy between you know, those cultures and how they kind of conduct themselves in everyday life and also what they're sort of attracted to, right, which manifests itself in what becomes entertainment for, for, for them, right? So it's it's a really kind of amazing thing. In China, for example, this new capitalism and a new growing middle class, which, again, just to keep things in perspective, the middle class in China works 90 hours a week to be middle class, and it's not a middle class you would accept here. But compared to what they've always had, it is a middle step, class. Yeah, I was going to say it's a and step it's a in the huge right direction. step. It's a huge step from what they've been. But sure. you would never tolerate living the way the middle class does yeah. in China. So the next time one of your liberal buddies tells you about the middle class in China, you tell them, yeah, go, go be a middle class person in China. Go work 90 hours a week. And you won't be able to sit there and have your soy latte for, for three hours at lunch in your bullshit job, right? Like you might be like a factory manager working 97 hours a week and, you know, and then afterwards, you expect them to go out and party. These people sleep like two hours a night. But the emphasis on wealth and material possessions in China is like, you know, we think the 80s were crazy like that. Then we think mm-hmm. back, and I don't know if you're old enough to really remember the 80s, but you've probably seen enough about the 80s to... Just the tail end, really. Like, I remember... Do you get a sense for how much materialism and, like, in, in, in that, in, in wealth and stuff I mean, was... obviously not at the time, but yeah. looking back but, like, on it, you, sure. But, like, you have a sense yeah. for what it was like Yeah, then? I mean, like, yeah. I remember 87, 88, and 89 was, was crazy. Those are crazy right. years. I do remember how kind of, like... I mean, yeah, again, like look at all like Sweet time. Sixteen, like all the or Sixteen Candles and all those sure. movies. Yeah, those like movies. they're yeah. they're they're hyperly based on mm-hmm. the most popular kids being the richest, and of course, yeah, that being like the ideal, right? Cool versus cool versus nerds, right. you know, just Rich all versus that kind of poor, stuff. basically. Yeah, everything was status, and it was all wealth and yeah. status. The Chinese expression of that now is hyper beyond. I mean, it, it has become a hyper materialistic culture. I mean, it, it like everyone measures themselves on, on their, on their possessions and their wealth because 
it's very new to them. You got to remember, most Chinese people have only been driving for 20 years. Like 20 years, 23. They haven't had cars, man. Like the change in, in, in their everyday experience and, and what they're able to achieve and what they're able to dream about, what they're able to, to, to you know, the lifestyle they're able to attain now versus where it was not that long ago. Mm-hmm. And you've had a huge influx of, of rural people that grow. I mean, if you're rural, if you come from a rural village in China, like you might, you probably don't have electricity. Right. So over the years, and one of the things that that's been, you know, Nike and, and all these companies take a ton of shit for having slave labor and justifiably so. But one of the things that's happened through all that that never gets talked about is they pulled millions of people out of rural China and brought them to factories and, and, and taught them skills and brought them into an urban environment. So you have, you know, and those people didn't get paid shit and they lived right. horrible lives. They probably lived in dorms at the factory and shit. It's a very rudimentary first step out of really like. Third world, 2,000 years ago type poverty, right? It's that first micro step out of that. But from that, you know, that person stayed in the city, got married, had kids. Those kids' lives were marginally, incrementally better than theirs. And then they had kids, and their lives were marginally, incrementally better than theirs. A very slow, painful, <laughs> you know, ascension in Chinese culture to, to, to more modern style. But that did happen, and part of the reason it happened was because of this. Now... Had they had real labor laws and, and fairness and shit, it would have happened much faster and much better pace, and you wouldn't have some of the shit you have now. So I'm not defending it. I'm just saying that is one of the byproducts of it. And so over time, you've had more and more. They have massive populations. So over time, you've had more and more people like experiencing sort of first-world existence. And now, you know, you go to, like, last time I've been in the middle, I haven't been to China in 10 years, but when you go to China, man, it's like fucking Louis Vuitton, like, bum, 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 right, all, all over the place. He's, like, super high-end stores. And then, like, the poorest, most impoverished, rotting fucking, you know, city block you've ever seen with people that have absolutely nothing. So, I mean, the stratification is grotesque, but uh, you have, like, this this very virulent, like, obsession with material possessions. I mean, I, and it can just tie into something modern. In Singapore... Teslas cost three times as much as they cost here, and they can't fucking keep them in the stores. Like, the, the maniacal need and thirst to have the best, newest, most statusy thing is... And that's Singapore. It's much richer per capita, sure. per person, yeah. right? But, I mean, that's, that's, the, that's what's, you know, become... Uh, that's, like, the overriding culture now, and it's really... It's, like, insane, man. It's, it's crazy. I saw a... I saw a show where this guy's traveling through China and they stop at a like a mini mall and it's all these high end stores, but the names are like Huey Baton, oh, really? and like <laughs> <laughs> like Brett Loren. Right. It's just like <laughs> Steve Loren. Yeah, it's like all the knockoffs, but it's like full like knockoff store, like full really? knockoff with, stores. With yeah, the, with, with the, the signage and, and everything. everything. Yeah. That's awesome. Fascinating to see. Yeah, and like I go to Qingdao, or I used to go to Qingdao yeah. a lot, and, and mm-hmm. that's a port city. It's got 10 million people. No one's ever heard of it, but they have you know these super high end malls and super high end restaurants and sure. shit. And about five percent of the population can you know? Did you ever go to Macau? Use that shit now. No, China. I, I went to the I went to Eastern China mm-hmm. along the Ye- the Yellow Sea there uh, yep. a bunch of times, and that or uh, and that's really it, you know. Like I haven't been to, I haven't been to Beijing or yeah. or any of those massive like super cities. Right, just the ten million. I mean, I've been one. there like briefly in airports and shit, but I, sure. I could never. You know, I was always asking, "Why don't you stop in Beijing on the way back?" I'm like, I'd rather <laughs> fucking cut my foot off. 
There's a lot of people, man. Yeah, and like the pollution and everything else sure. is just, you know, and then the, the cultural stuff. I mean, again, we are talking about a city or a country that pollutes Seattle. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly, Western Canada. Yeah. yeah, and they just built a whole shitload of new uh, uh, coal Coal mines. plants, yeah. yeah. Coal plants and coal mines. So. My man LeBron getting it done. They're fucking jacking up their coal production. That's true. That's well, true. Yeah. yeah. I saw some random tweet from Ulaanbaatar yesterday. Really? Yeah. What's going on with of, our boys? Some kind of like some kind of massive thing that looked like a UFO or something. Really? Yeah. Oh. But I didn't think I, it was just pollution. I just glanced at. Yeah, it was. It was like the gases <laughs> reflecting off the <laughs> like light. It's like a perfect flying saucer. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was grounded. Oh, interesting. Yeah, but I didn't. I, I just saw it when we were on the air, and mm. I saw it, and then I forgot to go back to it. I just thought of it now, so I don't know what it was, but it did look like a big T-shaped, like kind of UFO-looking thing. Yeah. Right? Interesting. Ulan Batar talking about coal pollution. Right. <laughs> Speaking of our favorite city in the world, where is that? Malaysia? No. Cambodia. No. no. Uh, Mongolia. Right. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Um, oh, I, uh, I have something to share. Um, Sorry, that was really long-winded. But No. Hey, listen, Javi, you're a history major, so it's nice to hear your like talk on the history of China in your eyes. In my yeah, that's seen, my yeah. my version of what yeah, I've seen. It's neat. Yeah. It's kind of yeah. In it's Japan. very interesting. Yeah. Sure, it's very interesting. Uh, actually, I, I have a nothing. See, I don't really watch documentaries as much as you do, but I listen to shitloads of podcasts now. And I, there's one I think you'd be pretty interested in. It's called mm-hmm. Against the Odds, and it's all just survival stories. Uh, there's one like on K two. There's there. I just listened to one about the 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 kid, the Chile, the not the Chilean mine, but the the Thai, the Thailand, the one in Thailand oh, with all yeah. the kids, yep. the soccer team. It's incredible. But did they fall into it, or did the soccer team willingly go into a mine? They went in. They went into its caves, and oh. its caves that were always searched. And it was like a month before the monsoon season, oh. and it just so happens monsoon season came early that day. No shit. Yeah, and they wow. were fucked. Oh wow. yeah, it's crazy. So I'm story. never going in a fucking cave. Yeah, no shit. Yeah, that's that's, like, I'm never gonna be trapped in the cave. No, I'm with you there. Because I'm never going in the cave. Yeah, it's not my favorite thing in the yeah. world. Yeah, I, I, would, I wouldn't have survived. Man, fuck that <laughs> shit. kids did a lot better than I did. Oh, yeah, I've been freaking out, <laughs> I dude. Been running through walls trying oh, to get out of there, like, brutal. swimming. Yeah, so, but I just I just listened to one. I'd never heard this story. It was It's about this captain of a boat back in the 1800s. So he takes a crew over on a, like, on a, on a, like, a trading ship from, from America. Yeah. It crashes off the coast of Morocco. And they so they go ashore. So where? Oh, oh, oh they go ashore in Morocco or yeah. like the Canary Islands or something. Morocco. Oh, they okay. go ashore onto Africa, and they know like what are the stories about Africa at the time, right? Think, and so they have no idea. They run into this tribe, and the tribe immediately just starts beating the shit out of them. And the guys like, "Well, no, we have gold on the ship. We have gold." So they go and get the the, the gold, and the one guy takes the gold over, and they keep the guy too, and they just like disappear. And so, so they keep the dude and the gold. Yeah, oh, that poor <laughs> so, bastard. So the rest of the, so the rest of the group goes goes. Then they climb the seawall to try to see where they are. They realize they're in the Sahara Desert. So they're just fucked. Oh yeah. So they're just kind of wandering aimlessly, wandering aimlessly, and they run into another, like another um, Bedouin tribe or something, and they're taken. They're taken as, as slaves. And so they end up being these like white slaves, ironically, during the time of, of you know, slavery going on no shit. in in obviously America in the West. And so well, 
around the planet. And around the planet, sure. But uh, and so that he he uh, he so he's telling the story, and it's just incredible, like kind of what they went through and what happens as they get sold. You know, they just keep getting sold uh, to different owners from there, from this tribe, whatever. So they're just 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 slowly dying, deteriorating because you know eventually you know they'll just be done being slaves and just be killed because they're right, just yeah. they're too weak. And at one point, he said he was like a two hundred fifteen pound guy. I think he was like ninety five pounds when he was when wow. he was finally saved. But it's like Holocaust shit. Yeah. So he runs in. So the group, you know, they're they're all kind of still together, uh, and this merchant shows up with his brother. And the merchant ends up basically taking buying him, but he convinces the merchant to buy like four more of his crewmen uh, and to take them to the closest city because he can get ransom for him. So the merchant's like, all right, I owe my dad. And the, the merchant, there's a whole backstory to the merchant, too, which is fucking crazy like fucking crazy like sandstorms and, and this is all real this is all true yeah. it's just fucking nuts and his dad's a, his father-in-law is a well, fucking those asshole all, all those tribes are nomadic too right yeah these are all nomadic but he's a merchant so he yeah. he goes through he's trying to like and so but it's just nuts so they take these guys they take basically half so the captain saves about half the crew and so you know so they're going they get all the way to this the city and he just just fucking takes a guess that he knows He's like, just go to the British consul. The guy's name is Consul. <laughs> he'll he'll help out. He writes a letter. You know, they let him write a letter, and the merchant takes it in, and the guy writes the letter, you know, reads the letter or whatever. And this merchant, by the way, like, does everything to make sure these guys are protected, too. Like, yeah. He and his brother, it's, like, crazy what they do because people are trying to steal the white man because of how much they might be worried. So it's, right. it's nuts what, like, what they go through. It's, I'm leaving a ton out, but but this, like, this just the consul at this British, at this British embassy is, like, Holy shit, we need to save these dudes. And right. like and this is a couple years after the War of 1812 and this guy William Wilshire's his name ends up, you know, paying the ransom for all these guys and then the merchant goes back out with his brother to try to find the rest of the the crew and no he shit. never he never does. Oh, he nice. finds one of them, starts bringing him back and they get and they get murdered. He and his brother get murdered, no way, but the really? white dude like for somehow he somehow two other guys made it all the way back to America because this British dude f finds out about them and pays the ransom too. So wow. they got all, all but three guys back from the whole crew. Really? Yeah, it's a fascinating story. How many years did it take? I think I, I think it was a couple. Yeah, I think it was a couple. Uh, but just like some of the stories, it was just nuts. Like one of the kids, like we're talking like 16, 18 year old sure. kids here. It's yeah. not like we're like right, just, right, yeah. Yeah. Right. And so the guy comes back and he writes his book called Sufferings in Africa. And it ends up being like a huge bestseller. It It's on like Abraham Lincoln's like five most influential books that he's ever really? read. And yeah. it's just an amazing survival story that I never heard about. Wow. It's fucking nuts. And this again, I think the podcast is called. What's the book called? Sufferings in Africa. Wow. I get that. Yeah, it's really good. Um, what the hell is the podcast called? Is that cool though? That, like someone wrote a book like 300 years ago. It's dope. Yeah, that, like, yeah. That you would read today. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, it's called Against the Odds. It's a good series. They do all kinds of different ones. That's cool. I think they did. actually. I think the reason why I said Chilean. I think that's the one that just came out with is the Chilean mind disaster. Well, it also it shows you too, like you know, how much hardship like your average person. I'm not saying everyone ended up being sold to nomadic, you know, tribes as a slave, but just <laughs> just mostly for the last, well, really since in, until about. 75 years ago, 
um, how much hardship your average human endured, even in the most civilized parts of the world. Oh, sure. I mean, even those guys with without that happening in their life, just like sailing yeah. across the ocean, life. sailing across right. the ocean, praying that you're going to make it so, there to get on a wooden boat with a right. sail. You get you to know? Gibraltar, you just get wasted for a week, and then hope that you're safe going back. Right. Exactly. If not, you end up on a fucking on, right. You know, or, or some shit like that could happen to you. Right. You, know? you hope a tribe doesn't just kill you once they find you. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah that's it's nuts. that is nuts. So that was yeah, I thought that was a pretty cool story. That's great. Yeah. Uh, anything else before we hit the uh, hit the the exit button? No, I you know I, was, I started watching. Um, I, I think I can't. I don't know if this show is Mexican or Colombian, but I'm starting a new like drug lord show. That's so racist. Uh, <laughs> I think it's Mexican. I think it's Latinx. It's definitely not Latinx. Uh, although I guess, yeah. Uh, that looks like it might be pretty good. Uh, this? Oh, the DeLorean one's really good. Yeah, want, I got to watch that. If you want to, you know. Well, I'll try to watch that for next good. week. It's only we like four or five episodes. Yeah. It's really good. Uh, it's a great sort of American story of greed and, you know. And like the FBI setting them up and Dude, shit. The, I've I have read not that I want to get into the like the anti FBI rant here, but I have read and listened to more Dude, stories about the FBI fucking up entrapment cases than anything. Whole, but the thing that's so funny about that you saying that is we've all hated the FBI our entire lives until now. That's true. Now all of a sudden liberals love the FBI and it's like, yeah. Oh, I don't want to say anything bad about that. Why not? We've all been shitting on the <laughs> FBI our whole lives. What the fuck? We just wish know? they were all like that cool dude from the freaking McDonald's. The, the CIA the McDonald's too, thing. right? Like sure. s- since like when did that start? People were like, Yeah, oh, I really like the CIA. Like that's a solid group of guys. Like what the <laughs> fuck, right? I mean, even people that even people like me, like there's no way like I'm ever trusting the FBI or CIA, and especially as an immigrant having to having dealt with immigration, especially in the eighties. Oh, sure. You fucking kidding me? You think I'm fucking like, you know, I don't know how you could, I don't know how you could be a fan of like the FBI. <laughs> what the fuck's wrong with you? Like, you might. It's because everyone wants to think it's like the cool thing we see on TV. Right. You might think like they're important and necessary, and they sure. are. Absolutely. And the CIA clearly is too. But I mean, you know, these are, for the most part, horrible people doing horrible shit. <laughs> yes, yes, it is. <laughs> Oh yeah, just the 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 number of cases that should just never be cases. Right. It's hilarious. Just, yeah, yeah. I mean, for every like for every fucking show you see on TV where the FBI is doing something awesome, there's eight thousand fucking <laughs> cases where they either <laughs> fucked up or just committed crimes themselves. So. Right, that's true. Jesus Christ, it is quite quite frankly amazing. It's, it's incredible, mm-hmm. man. It's like oh, my God. the NSA too. People are like all of a sudden like yeah, the NSA is awesome. It's great. It's like when the NBA wants your fingerprints. Yeah, well, luckily that was. Uh, which they didn't. Yeah. Which they did. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> it is good. <laughs> I would have been pissed if I were you. Well, I was. You were. Yeah. You wrote a letter and they and they, you know, so that's good. I was. <laughs> Fucking Christ. Imagine though, like like anyone asking you for that though. Like it's I don't nuts. care if they sent the wrong form or it's not. Nuts. Like someone's asking for it. Right? I thought it was weird, man. Like someone yeah. like that form exists because there are some. Right. Could you imagine if I didn't for like it? if I didn't say anything and I just sent them? Weird. Of course it yeah. would. Yeah. What if like if, like if you work? Yeah. What if any of these like you know massive entities now like the NFL or you know sure Fortune yeah. five hundred companies and shit. Like if you're like a CEO at some big time Fortune five hundred company, you're making you know thirty to hundred million dollars a year. Are you? Are they? Do they have like your DNA? Uh, no. They have like 
your fingerprints and your DNA and like your, you know, yeah, like, like frozen zygotes and shit. Or, right. It's like the whole DNA. I mean, it's just those DNA companies that people want to send oh, their yeah. DNA to. It's just nuts. Oh, yeah, we don't share this with third. Okay, okay, I'm sure you don't. Dude, I ran into an identical me, fucking weirdly. Right, how quickly do you think the FBI can get a warrant to, you know, break through any of that bullshit anyways? Uh, And imagine them, like, imagine they could probably just create tissue in a lab with your DNA and fucking frame you for whatever they want. That's probably true. Right? Yeah. They just sprinkle some of your DNA on on something. (laughs) Sprinkle some some DNA on them, Johnson. Johnson, let's get to work here. That's, you know? Like, if they have your DNA, they could easily grow some tissue. That's true. Yeah. Fucking stage a robbery or something. You're fucking near a stage of murder. Your DNA's all over the murder. It's a good movie idea. It is. That's a great movie idea. You're right. Ooh. What would that be called? Imposter. That's good. That's good. Yeah. The twin. Oh, that's not bad. Identical murder. That would be dope if it's like a terrible movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. What like, was what was the first Imposter, one? Imposter. Imposter. Like thriller kind of. Imposter's sus- good. Yeah, like a psychological thriller kind of. It looks just like me. My mom lied. She <laughs> said I was wasn't a twin. Yeah, it could be like a whole like you know. Right, then the imposter kills your mom, so you, yeah, like, you or really don't or know. it's just like the FBI growing tissue and just framing people left and right for shit. Well, that'd like, be good and too. A reporter like yeah. on the brink of like breaking that story. It's kind of like Minority Report with the precogs. Yeah, kind of yeah. like that. Yeah, it's yeah. oh. a good movie. Oh. That movie worked, right? That's what they do, right? They just take a different movie, kind of slightly change it, yep. and make a new movie. And, yeah, yeah. make hundred million bucks. I bet you Tom Cruise would do it. That's incredible script. <laughs> I'm in! Reminds me of something, not sure what. Can I jump off buildings? Yes, Tom, you can do whatever you want. Tom's looking pretty young. Tom's like TB. He's kind of like the Tom Brady of the movie industry. He's got some TB12 going on or something. He's definitely on the secret juice. Yeah. I mean, I I wonder if people out there really don't think these guys have some access to shit that you don't. Of course. Rich people, and it's not just plastic surgery. Rich people surgery. are always going to rich. Yeah, it's not just plastic surgery either. It's no, like, it's not. You can't it's like do everything with plastic surgery. Legitimately younger than you. Honestly, the people that only do plastic surgery look like shit. That's true. Yeah, it's true. It's like too yeah, much plastic surgery. Like, you look asshole. Yeah, you look yeah. like a like a wrinkled bag of shit with right. like big plastic parts sticking. Out of it. That's very true, man. Yeah. It's so true. You look like complete shit. I actually think I saw a girl with butt implants for the first time in my life. Really? I'd never known. In Maine? No, well, it was uh, a movie. Oh, okay. But um, it, I, I think it's the first time. Like, I know. I'm like, those butt cheeks, I don't think are real. Like, I'm pretty sure she had butt implants. So if you're grabbing the butt, do you feel the. Uh, I bet you would. Because yeah. plastic boobs feel so terrible. I bet you, like, the butt. I'm sure it's the same silicone shit. So, mm-hmm. yeah, so this girl had, like, huge plastic tits, but also pretty sure. You know, she was like the girl in. Um, I'm gonna get you, sucker. Where he hooks up with that chick. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And like she takes her leg off, right? And her all hair the parts off, are coming and, like, off. Takes her ass off. And <laughs> that's what this girl was like. I swear to God, that's what I thought of. Oh, that's so funny. I'm like this is the chick from I'm gonna get you, sucker. Yeah, because like it was weird. Like you could see she probably normally had a skinny ass, but she had like these two huge, like silicone things in her ass to make it look like she had a big booty. Right there, you go. That's <laughs> that's really funny. I totally forgot about that from I'm going to get you, sucker. Yeah. Yeah, she's like, I want 12 inches. She's like, I don't really have 12 inches. Like, she's like, woo, that's a relief. She starts taking every, yeah. like, her tits off, her ass off, like her hair. She takes a leg off. 
I need to go back and watch. It's been too long. Uh, it's such so a great movie. Fucking funny. Oh god, it everything is. about that movie yep. is so fucking funny. Because yeah, he's back from like the war mm-hmm. or from being in the army or yep. something, and he's at the bar. Mm-hmm. He's like, I want twelve inches. He's like, All right. <laughs> I don't really have twelve inches. <laughs> Woo! It's a relief, honey. <laughs> <laughs> Man, fly uh, guys walking down the street and his fucking shoes uh, break. Yeah, the fucking, <laughs> the fucking fish is the on fish the tank shoe. <laughs> uh, it's fucking amazing too. The whole thing's amazing. Everything about it's great. Oh man, that's right. The Chris Rock doing the whole rib thing. The rib thing's yeah. great. Yeah, Jim right. Brown. Jim Brown's great. Yeah, mm-hmm. fucking theme music's great. Over gold. Oh, dude, the fact that he has the the, the theme band behind him. Yeah, <laughs> that's so great. The overties of Overgold. Overgold, like that's the the, the thing. That's... <laughs> it's like the big hubcap. Right yeah, <laughs> yeah. Great flick. Great movie. Great flick. Yeah. All right, let's uh, let's get out of here. Don't forget to check out hobsanddanks.sellmytees.com. A couple uh, cool shirts out there, including for all you Pats fans. Check out the Steve Belichick shirt, and for all you uh, parents of uh, dads with daughters out there. Unicorn Squad, rock, rock, what's up? Um, and all of the others, I love when Shaft shirts sell. We, I feel like every time there's a run of T-shirts being sold, there's definitely a few Shaft shirts that get sold. So that's great. It's like the Bedrock T-shirt yeah. of our line. I yeah, think. it is. Yeah. It's it's the original. It's yeah. the it's the it's the original man. Yeah. So that's that's the shit. Check it out. Bearhawks, BSP, uh, Soviet Nyesen, TB199. Don't be a, t- or excuse me, be a Timmy, not a Tuca. And the new one, Steve Belichick and Unicorn Squad. Hobsanddanks.sellmyteas.com. Yeah, one just like public service announcement. If you want to know how gross the people in, in uh, our government are when it comes to money, Follow uh, Nancy Pelosi portfolio tracker at Nancy Tracker, and it's 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 <laughs> it, it's not just her; it's just name that. But they go after everybody on both sides. And if you want a, a nice little sort of synopsis of how fucking disgusting these assholes are, and maybe to shake your fundamentalism in either party too, because it'd be hard to to know all this and and be a fundamentalist. So just a little, you know, if you want to. It's kind of a fun follow, and this he, person yeah, is very brand new and yeah. is hell-bent on destroying as many senators as possible, and I love it. It's <laughs> and great. Con- and Congress. That's great. Too. That's yeah. a good thing. So. It's an absolute good thing. Yeah. All right, let's get out of here. We'll talk to you next week, guys. All right, peace. See you.